0: Hey there, everyone. Art Burns here, wishing you well today. So you might notice that I say that a lot. I say wishing you well, right? And and I, if you're on my email list or if you get emails from me in any form, you'll notice that I sign off all of my emails in the same way. I sign every single email. I say wishing you well, Art. That's my sign off, right? And in fact, because it's so you know steady and regular, you know a lot of people might think that it's automated, but it's not. Okay. Each and every time I send an email, I type those words out, okay? And there's a specific reason for that. Now, at, it's because it's practice, right? That, that's what it is for me. It's, it's a way for me to practice compassion because when I'm sending an email to somebody, right, I'm thinking of that person, even if it's a big group of people, uh, like an email list, right? like I know that there's you know X amount of people that are going to receive this and I'm thinking thinking about you while I'm composing the email and and while I'm sending it out, right? And so before I actually sign off and, and hit the button, what I'm doing is I'm taking a moment to really feel that I do. I wish you well. You know, I wish that whoever is reading this email is going to benefit and is going to feel. You know, is going to is going to be better off for the email that I'm writing them. And that's that's part of my compassion. Now, you know, that's one way to practice. Now, when we practice mindfulness or or in compassion practices, which people sometimes call heartfulness, right, as opposed to mindfulness, when we practice these things, we do them in a. You know, there's two ways to practice. There's formal meditation, and then there's informal practices, right? So Formal meditation means to sit in a posture, you know, close your eyes, don't do anything else except this practice as you're doing it. Right, and so for for compassion exercises there's a really amazing uh, meditation that you can do. That I do quite often. Um, it's one of many meditations that I do, but I love to do this one, so I do it pretty often. And I have some amazing, impactful stories that have shown me how much it's helped me. Right, and how much it's it's shifted the foundation at which I kind of you know show up at the world. Right, and so anyway, the the the, the um the formal uh compassion meditation is very. Similar simple. All you're doing is first you're wishing, there's about six phrases that we use, right? Now there's, there's many different phrases you can use. I have come up with six that I love, um, you know, basically just wishes of, 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 you know, someone being well, somebody being safe, somebody being healthy, somebody being forgiven, somebody feeling love, somebody being happy, right? So, so these are the kind of things that you're wishing to people, right? And, and so as you're doing this meditation, the first person that you wish it for is you, right you say may I be well may I be free from suffering may I be free from fear and insecurity may I be forgiven for my mistakes and my misdeeds may I feel loved may I be happy those are my six phrases okay Um, now those are mine you know there's many others there's a traditional kind of uh, set of phrases that one can use or you can kind of come up with the ones that, that mean something to you right but the idea is that you start with yourself right And then after you, you picture three different people in turn, right? You picture one person who is very, very easy for you to love, right? This is a family member, a really close friend, a a child of yours, a pet even, you know, someone who is just really, really easy. You know, when you think of them, you think just automatic love, right? Like there's no challenge to feeling love for this person, right? The second person that you picture, and so you repeat those six phrases to that person. And sometimes you do it more than once, you know, um, if you want. And and so the second person you picture is someone who's neutral to you, okay? This could be someone who works at a store that you go to a lot, you know, you you know them enough to say hello, but not much more than that, right? A a bus driver, a train conductor you see on your on your morning commute, Um, you know, a neighbor down the street who you've never really, you know, talked to that deeply, you know? So in other words, a neutral person is someone who, you know, doesn't represent positive or negative feelings either way, right? Just, they're, they're there, you know, they're fine, there's nothing wrong with them, but there's nothing like, you know, like you don't warm your heart when you think about them. You know, and that's fine, it's fine to, to, uh, to acknowledge that. And that's what this practice does, right? It changes that, which is beautiful. But then the third person that you're gonna wish this practice uh, these phrases to is someone who's a little more difficult. To love, right? Someone who who kind of gets up your sleeve a little bit, right? Now that could be a public figure, a politician of some sort. We all have politicians who, f- who we feel that way about, um, you know. But in all seriousness, it could even be people who've done, you know, what you consider to be really, you know, not good things, right? And and that is, you know, when we when we wish compassion towards the neutral people and towards the the um, uh, the the negative people in our lives. Let's call them negative. It's not really the right word, but but the people who are challenged. Who, who it feels a challenge to to wish compassion towards right when we do that for those people what we're doing is is we're making a shift in how we you know kind of perceive those people right so it's easy to love the people we love right it's always easy to say okay no matter what these people do i'm going to love them anyway. Right. But, but with the neutral people, right. It's like they, they tend to fade out into the, uh, into the background a little bit. I once heard somebody say that, um, that, you know, before they practice compassion, you know, they, they would go to the grocery store, the supermarket and, uh, and they felt like the person who was checking them out was like a cashier with arms. Like it just wasn't a person, you know? And, and when we practice compassion, we picture that person in our mind and we say, I want you to be well, I want you to feel safe and, and free from suffering i want you to feel loved i want you to be forgiven i want you to be happy you know when we do that what we're doing is we're creating we're, we're, we're creating humanity in and our perception of that person right we're we're acknowledging that they are a person just like we are and they want these things right they require these things for their well-being and their happiness right and so that's how the practice works, right? Now again, that's the formal practice, right? And I, I mean, I'm telling you, I did these practices. At one point, I, I really just solely focused on uh, compassion practices, right? Like every time I meditated, every single day, a couple times a day this is the practice that I did, right? And actually for the first like four weeks, I did just self-compassion meditation, which in and of itself is enormously important and very powerful. Um, but then I did, and then I did the, the fourth step that I just described to you. And, and literally for 20 minutes at a time, a couple times a day, that's all that I did. Just repeated these phrases to different people in my mind, right? And uh, and at one point I was, you know, now back in the day, I had a very, very serious stress issues. And uh, a lot of, of those stress issues resulted in things like, you know, road ragey kind of situations, right? And and after I did these, you know, these couple of months of of just doing compassion practices, like I'm talking about here, uh, and again, I did it very intensively, but but I, my belief is that the the same effects will happen even if you're just doing a few minutes a day. In fact, I know it is because I have clients who have just done a few minutes a day, and they too have seen this similar shift in their in their uh, in their lives, in their interactions with other people. Thank you. But long story, just a little bit longer, <laughs> I was riding my bike here in Denver one day and I had a car like literally like roll up on me and honk his horn at me and, and, and as if he was going to run me over, right? And at no point, I mean, it wasn't like I had to sit there and say, say, Art, don't turn around. Art, remember, compassion. Art, he, he's going through something. It, nothing like that. It was automatic. It was as much as I heard the horn. And this is the thought that came to my mind was that, my gosh, this person must be in such pain and so much suffering that that it must be so hard for this person to live their life. I hope that they feel better. I really do hope that they find, you know, a way to feel loved, a way to find forgiveness for themselves, a way, you know, these are the thoughts that went through my mind just automatically. It was miraculous. It really was. Like I literally, you know, after, you know, he turned, you know, at the next corner and I kept going and I was like who was that? Like, how did that happen, you know? And so, again, that's that's the power of practice, right? It becomes something that is automatic, right? And that's where it's really, really really beneficial, right? And so anyway, getting back to the, the way I sign my emails off and the way I introduced these, uh, these videos here, you know, when I'm doing that, I'm doing practice as well, right? Because remember, there's formal practice and then there's informal practice. And informal practice, right, for heartfulness, for compassion practices, what it means is just constantly reminding yourself or, or constantly, you know, acting in a compassionate way, which means to just wish people well. So when I'm writing an email, right i pause for a second before i write that phrase wishing you well and i think about the person reading this email and i think about the fact that you know he or she is going to open this email they're going to read what i have to write and what i have to say there and then at the end they're going to say wishing you well they're going to say wow isn't that nice isn't that that's kindness that's compassion and that's a connection now that we're making, right? And so so I do that literally every single time I send an email. And I recommend you do too. It's amazing. Now, it doesn't have to be wishing you well. You can come up with your own phrase. But but some phrase, if you want, you can have wishing you well. It's it's, it's yours if you want it, as, as is the meditation that I just talked about. It's yours if you want it. And uh, and certainly I could help you to, to get into doing these practices. I would love to help you to get into doing these practices. But when you can, and there's other ways to do informal practice as well. Like some of my clients, I have them set a, uh, a timer on their phone right uh, so that every time the timer goes off like every hour or so you know they they stop what they're doing they just look around and anybody they can see they just in their mind just say I wish you well I wish you well I wish you well you know and, and even that you know I've had people come back to me after just a few days of doing that okay and they say art that changed everything for me like that is amazing you know, now is that everything that's involved with mindfulness? No, it's not, you know, there's plenty more involved, but that is a huge part of it, right? That is a huge part of it. And just doing that, and that's without any other meditations, just doing that, it's a, a, a just a seismic shift in your relationship to the people around you. And it, you know, again, if, you, if you're into that setting the timer, that's a great way to do it. Another great way to do it is if you work in an office, like I have some clients who work in like call centers, you know, like uh, help centers for, on the phone. And we say, like, okay, every time the phone rings, just wish the person well, either before or after you hang up the phone. You know, just just stop for a second and say, I wish you well. Just start your your foundation on that level, and you'd be amazed at how it changes. And the reason why this is important, right, and, and you know, and this is really something I probably should have put in one of the previous videos about compassion in, in general, you know, but, but the reason why this is important and why it's so... Beneficial to you and to everyone around you, right? That you know, each one of us, we have you know human beings between us, right? We have something that's called limbic resonance, right? So there's you know this is not a spiritual woo-woo kind of concept. This is very you know rooted in hard-nosed neuroscience, right? That there's a connectivity that we all have with one another, right? So like like while I'm talking to you, right, you're you're sensing certain aspects about my you know delivery, right? My my you know the dilation of my pupils, the the facial expression, the the tones of my voice, the body language, you're you're picking up on things that you don't even realize you're picking up on, right? And when you're practicing compassion, right, what you're doing is those things, those indicators, those, those stimuli are going to be all driven by compassion. And that means that the person who's receiving your signals is going to feel that compassion, whether they realize it or not. And so bottom line with that is that Every time you talk to somebody or every time you walk into a room, every time you drive your car, every time you do anything that interacts with other people, you are going to impact people. You are going to influence them one way or the other. It's never neutral it's either a positive compassion type of, of, uh, of impact that you're going to have, or it's a negative emotional impact that you're going to have, but it's one or the other. It's never neutral, right? That's the thing, right? And, um, the, the wonderful, um, teacher Jack Cornfield has a really great way of, of illustrating this. He says, you know, and I use guitar instead of violin. He says, walk into a room, uh, a violin store, right? But I say a guitar store because I like guitar, um, walk into a music store and any music, musicians out there will know exactly what I'm talking about, walking into a, uh, a music store that has a, a whole wall of, of acoustic guitars, you know, on it, right? Just hanging on the wall, right? And if you walk up to one of those guitars and pluck one of the strings, the rest of the guitars will sound. They will vibrate with that vibration. Right. And so the same thing happens with us. Right. When you walk into a room, you are injecting a vibration. And again, this is this sounds very woo woo, but it's not only woo woo. Okay, It's actually very, very scientific. Right. That when you walk into a room, you are injecting your energy into that room right? And and everybody's going to feel it on one level or another. And again, it's either a positive energy or it's a negative energy. It's never neutral, right? It's never even, you know, you might think it's neutral, but but the people who, who sense that neutrality, it's a negative thing, right? So anyway, I hope that makes sense. And again, I don't mean to get too uh, woo-woo, but again, this is very, very much rooted in hard-nosed neuroscience. So I would love to talk to you more about that if you'd like to know any more. And if you would like to learn, I know I've gone through these practices very quickly here, but uh, but I would love to tell you more, okay? And if you would like to learn how to do these practices on a regular basis, intentionally, and, and really you know, just reap so many satisfying rewards from it, i would love to be able to help you with that so if you're interested in that kind of conversation i'm here for you okay uh drop a comment below send an email uh you know sign off with something compassionate with your email if you if you'd like see how it feels to you um but but get in touch with me and let's let's uh let's talk about this and and you'd be surprised you know even just a few minutes a day Uh, Can make such a huge difference in the way that you feel you know because again when you walk into a room and you you are injecting this positive vibration to it The beautiful thing is that the positive vibrations come back Right, and and you find that, and and I've had clients again who've who've come back to me and told me this that you know that that the people who are around them are changing the way they talk to to them, right? Like like it's amazing how it's not just a one way street; it comes back to you, right? And and you find yourself with less problems in your life, less you know, like (laughs) I mean I don't want to jinx myself, but when I get pulled over for for traffic tickets, I normally get a warning; I don't even get tickets, right? (laughs) So I don't want to promise anything, and I don't want to jinx myself but that's that's the truth i mean four times i've been pulled over in the last couple of uh months and each time i've gotten a, uh, a warning as opposed to a ticket i know now next time i'm definitely getting a ticket and that's cool i'll be careful but uh but but that's the truth you know and and you'd be amazed at how that happens right what you put out into the world comes back to you in the same way so anyway with that i'm gonna sign off thank you again for listening i wish you well i really wish you well and i'll be back again on monday i hope you have a great weekend take care